Why should I be frightened of dying? You know reason for it. You better go sometimes. Hello and welcome to the Sam Reed's Near Death Experiences podcast. Thank you very much for listening today. I wanted to start out this episode with some quick news. If you all enjoy this podcast, I think you might want to check out my other podcast, which is called Decoding Death. Last week, I just released a new episode of Decoding Death, which is pretty rare because the episodes take me so long to put together, but I will share a link to it in the description of this episode in case you all want to check it out. Decoding Death is more of a long-form deep dive into the symbolism which people encounter in NDEs. Having read so many NDEs over the years, I have come to the understanding that every single image that appears in a near-death experience is meaningful and conveys something about the experience. There is often significant overlap between things seen in near-death experiences and particular religious or mythological ideas which have occurred in many cultures around the world, even cultures vastly different from that of the near-death experiencer. So decoding death is an attempt to learn the language of symbolism which NDEs speak in, and from there to explore what that says about what may happen after we die. So, if that interests you, please check out Decoding Death in the link below. For today's episode, we are going to be looking at an NDE which occurred in 2019, so one that is quite recent, and happened to a woman named Lisa. She was in a terrible car accident and found herself at an in-between kind of place, sort of like purgatory, and she met some angels. I found this experience, as always, on the nderf.org website, and I will post a link in the description below in case you all want to read it for yourselves. So without any further ado, this is Lisa's near-death experience. Quote, In July of 2019, I was in a car accident. A relative and me were on our way to spend a few days in upstate New York. We were about halfway to our destination when another car hit us from behind and my relative lost control of the car. Our car flew across two lanes of traffic and crashed head-on into the concrete barrier on the highway going 65 miles per hour. The last thing I remember was the car about to crash into the concrete barrier and thinking we were going to die. Suddenly, I was no longer in the car. I was in a black void. Everything, the walls, the ceiling, the floor, was a mix of a blackish-gray color, and there was this really bright light behind the walls and the ceiling that looked as if it were going to burst through at any moment. I have never seen anything like it. It is very hard to describe. I was all alone, and it was so quiet, I could have heard a pin drop. 
It seems like I was there for a long time waiting. I began to wonder where I was and how did I get there. I look around, but there doesn't seem to be a way out, and there wasn't anyone there to ask. I realize that I don't have a body. I don't know how, but I just seem to be floating in midair. I am not scared. I am mostly just curious to find out where I am. I can see some movement in the distance. I can see a group of people in the far distance coming closer to me. When they get closer, I realize that they are angels. Suddenly I am surrounded by at least a dozen angels. They are very short, maybe four feet tall and slender. They all have black shoulder-length hair and brown eyes. They are all wearing different colored gowns, some blue, red, pink, yellow, green, etc. Their faces are full of light. They stare at me. They look very stern. I would have been terrified, except their eyes were very kind and loving. We are able to communicate with each other without talking. They are able to read my thoughts and answer my questions before I even finish a thought. I am able to also partially read their mind when they answer my questions, but only what they let me see. I didn't think at the time that it was strange that I can communicate telepathically with them. It seemed perfectly natural. Only one angel talks to me. He seems to be in charge. The rest of the angels just look kindly at me with love in their eyes. Suddenly I remember that I was in a car accident. I panic and wonder if I am dead. The angel tells me that I am not dead. He tells me not to be afraid. They are here to protect and take care of me. I am safe as long as I am with them, and they won't let anything bad happen to me. I can feel all of my anxiety completely melt away. I suddenly feel very safe, secure, and completely loved. I don't have a care in the world. I just feel so peaceful and happy that I wouldn't mind staying there forever. I ask the angel why I'm here. We talk about the accident. I tell him that the car crashed into the barrier and ask him if I'm going to die. He tells me that it hasn't been decided yet and that's why I'm here. This is a waiting area. He turns and walks away a few feet. He looks up at someone I can't see and begins talking to them, but I can't hear what he is saying. He talks for a long time and occasionally pauses three or four times to turn around and look at me for a moment before continuing his conversation. Meanwhile, one of the other angels stands next to me and talks to me while this is going on. He tells me the first angel was talking to God about my situation. It hadn't been decided if I was to remain here or go back. He tells me not to worry. As long as I am here, I am safe. The angels will protect me and take care of me. If I have to go back, I shouldn't worry. The angels are always with me and would always protect me and help me, even if I can't see them. I could talk to them and ask for help any time. When I asked him if I could stay here with them, he told me that it wasn't up to the angels to decide this. 
It was up to him, he said, pointing at someone I couldn't see. We must always do what he wants, because he knows what's best for us. I tell him that it feels like time has stopped, and that I have been here for a very long time. The angel tells me that I am currently outside of time. When I ask him what that means, he tells me that the angels had to slow down time in order to save me. When I give him a look and ask him if he can do this, he nods and tells me that angels can control time, temporarily slowing it down or speeding it up in order to do their job. He tells me that there is no time where we are, but if I go back, only a short time will have passed since the accident. The first angel comes back and tells me that it has been decided that I can't stay here but have to go back. I suddenly find myself back in the car. The paramedic is standing over me. He asks me how I feel and if I'm in any pain. Then he puts me in the ambulance. End quote. So that was Lisa's near-death experience. I don't have a whole lot more to add to it besides just pointing out a few things which stood out to me. Some common things which you often see in near-death experiences, comparing them to others and, and what some common themes between them are. As I've said many times that the imagery and what people specifically see is always different, but underneath the differences you can see some commonalities at times. One of those is the telepathic communication. Lisa does a good job of describing how that kind of felt and worked and, and how to some degree she could read the minds of the angels and, but only what they would let her read. So that was interesting little detail. But that's something that you hear in many near-death experiences. It's probably one of the most common motifs that you come across that there was instant telepathic communication or we didn't speak with words, we just had instant mental communication. And then another common theme in near-death experiences is the absence of time or the relativity of time that a near-death experiencer is in an afterlife type place for what feels like a moment but also feels like a century. They seem to struggle to be able to put this aspect of the experience into words, but it seems to be very common with most NDEs that the sense of time is warped or absent altogether. So those were just a few things that stood out to me as commonalities I've seen with other NDEs and worth noting. With that, I think we will wrap things up and thank you all very much for listening and thank you to Lisa for wanting to share her story. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a five-star rating on whatever podcast platform you use and subscribe to stay up to date with new episodes. There will be more NDEs to be read here in the near future. So until then, I hope you all stay safe and well. Bye.